Hello and welcome to Money Constructor Podcast. This is George Barbov and we're going to talk about personal finance, business and money. Stay tuned as we're about to begin. Hello everyone and welcome to episode number two of Money Constructor Podcast. Today we're going to talk about savings and investing your money but not in the sense of buying stocks or index funds, but rather how to utilize your savings in a way that will give you the highest probability of success. Recently, it happens more and more often to open YouTube and see a video about personal finance, more specifically how to start with investing. As a finance guy, I always click on these videos. I'm interested to see what is being recommended to people. What I noticed is that there are two things in common between almost all of the videos. First, the main recommendation for beginners is to start off by investing in an index fund. And second, they all talk about the power of compound interest. In this episode, I'm going to explain what compound interest is and how to best utilize it, what an index fund is, and what are the pros and cons of investing in one. And as a final, I will share my recommendation on what you should be doing to create wealth. While the info in most of the videos is technically correct, and investing in an index fund will give you a diverse and well-balanced exposure to the financial markets, and it's especially good for people who don't know much about investing, the general advice misses some very important points. Let's dive in to see what. First, let's clear out the fact that you should be saving. You should be definitely saving, and if you haven't started, start now. You should save because the lack of savings and the lack of capital in general is the main reason people miss opportunities. The lack of savings means you have nothing to protect you from unforeseen circumstances. You significantly limit your options and expose your choices being influenced by the lack of liquidity. Every time you don't have money aside, an opportunity presents itself, you will not be able to catch it. And every time you miss an opportunity, you miss a chance to fulfill your dreams. Having capital allows you to think freely and act boldly. And by being a saver, you have at least some control over your life. Now, having cleared that out, next question is what to do with the savings you already have. Let's continue with the most popular advice out there. To leave your money in an index fund and let the compound interest do its magic. Let's analyze that. For those who don't know what compound interest is, this is essentially when the interest earned by your money is earning interest itself. As an example, you can take £100 and compound 5% over 3 years. After the first year, you will have £105. In the second year, the 5% interest will be calculated not only on the initial £100, but on the interest earned during the year one as well. I hope you get the idea. It's basically interest on interest. The same is the calculation when you have your money invested. The difference is that instead of fixed interest, you rely on the rate at which the market performed and which, by the way, can be positive or negative. The compound interest phenomenon is comprised by three key elements. Initial capital time, and interest rate. Everything else constant, the longer you leave your investment, time, 
the more money you earn. Now let's assume the average young person has some thousand pounds lying around ready to invest. And let's assume that the yearly return is 7% and we're going to freeze the money for the next 10 years. At the end of year 10, the investor will have £1,967. This is £967 profit from the 10 years period. Let's now assume that the initial investment wasn't £1,000. Let's say it was £100,000. Now the profit would be £96,715. The point I'm trying to make is that £1,000 in an index fund is definitely not going to make you rich. Compound interest is a tool best performing when you have a larger amount of capital up front. The larger the capital, the higher the effect of compound interest. Compound interest is a very, very good tool the wealthy use for creating income out of their wealth. It's a tool to produce liquidity. It's definitely not something you should rely on if you only have £1,000 in your bank and at the same time have the ambition to get rich. Now let's have a look at what an index fund is. In layman terms, an index fund is a fund where people can invest their money and the performance of which follows the performance of a chosen market index, hence the name. And a market index measures the combined performance of stocks which are included in it. So essentially, when you invest in an index, you invest in wide range of stocks and you have well-diversified investment. If you actually want to know more about index funds and learn things or two about the essentials of investing, head over to our website moneyconstructor.com and search for the investment series articles. Now having cleared out what an investment fund and compound interest is, let's go over the pros and cons of those. And finally, I will share what my recommendation is. As the main positive, we already mentioned the well-diversified and balanced exposure to the market. The second one is that you cannot lose your money unless you sell your positions at a lower than the purchase price. If the market is low, you can wait. However, one thing to ask yourself is, how long can you wait? What happens if you hit retirement age and the market hasn't yet recovered? Then, my friend, you're in a very bad situation. See, the main problem with the index funds and compound interest is that the outcome is determined by the time and the growth of the stock market or the interest rate levels, none of which, by the way, you have control of. Call me crazy, but I personally wouldn't be comfortable in a situation where my whole future depends on the performance of something I have no control over. And this is the missing part of all of these personal finance and investment videos on YouTube. No one is talking about the risk you are going to face. And my favorite is when someone say that sooner or later the stock market recovers and continues to rise. Or the stock market always goes up. What if you don't have time to wait? Did you know that S&P 500 took 7 years to recover from the dot-com bubble crash in 2000? And then it crashed again almost immediately during the 2008 financial crisis. It took another 5 years to rise up to the levels where it was in 2007. What if this was when you're supposed to finally stop working and enjoy your retirement? The point I'm trying to make is that you should challenge the information you are given. The motivation behind this episode is to urge you to think, to think about your financial health and how much control you actually have over it. I don't know about you, 
but I would prefer to be able to control as much as I can. And we come to my recommendation. What I actually see as a great opportunity nowadays is the opportunity to start a business. It's the opportunity to create systems which provide you with income, to sell your product or service everywhere in the world without even going out of your home. And on top of that, I see the greatest opportunities in times of change as the times we live in now. This is where I would be putting my thousand pounds. It is where I will have most control over the performance of my assets. And it is where I will no longer be dependent on the time for my investment to appreciate. What you should be concentrating on is thinking about how to get to the point where your capital is large enough to take immediate advantage of compound interest instead of relying to the stock market performance to be in your favor. Instead of financing other people's assets, you should be hustling and creating your own. It's never been easier to start a business than now. We have all the technology available, and I'm sure most of you have both ideas and skills to make it happen. Why not make this idea of yours and turn it into a side hustle project? Why not work on it for a few hours every week? See, the beauty of today's world is that the technology gives access to millions of different people, all having different needs. And believe me, it's more, more than likely that you will be able to spot an underserved niche somewhere and create a business around it. Every business is an asset for its owner. It's a way to provide you with the cash flows along the way and at the same time appreciate in value. There is no better strategy for you than being a critical thinker and open-minded person to start challenging the status quo and actually stop doing what everyone else is doing and asking yourself, what is best for my personal situation? By starting a business, you're going to learn a lot along the way. But this is how you grow. You make mistakes, you learn from them. You make another, you learn again. And eventually, you will figure everything out. This brings me to my second point. Invest in yourself, people. Invest in knowledge, read books, attend courses, attend seminars. Whatever your craft is, always try to make it better. Bet on yourself and create your future. I'm not saying you shouldn't invest in the stock market. You definitely should. You should understand finance. You should understand investing, at least a little bit, because this is the world we live in. However, whatever you do, you should think what is best for you, what the best strategy is, based on your personal circumstances. The investing in the stock market will give you good insights about how the economy and the financial markets work. But you should be intentional with your money. Don't follow, think, and give yourself the best chance for success. And with that, we finish today's episode, guys. Thanks very much for listening and stay safe.